0: Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of Story Archives and our official first episode coverage of Black Mirror, specifically Season 6, Episode 1, titled Joan is Awful. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome back. Zach, as you know, we weren't planning to dive into Black Mirror doing a no. commentary series on Season 6. But we got this email that was imploring us from our friend in Germany or one of our friends in Germany Mm -hmm. who was like, please do Black Mirror season six. And I was like, all right, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. And so here we are. Episode one, Black Mirror. I'm not the biggest Black Mirror fan. And you know this about me. You know, it's not like my, you know what it is with Black Mirror. It's not bingeable for me. It's it's (laughs) one of those things where like when I watched House of Cards. Yeah. I feel like I got to walk away and think about the episode after mm-hmm. I watch an episode of Black Mirror, but it's damn good. Like, There's no denying how good Black Mirror is and just how, is like, really good. how dystopian, even though it's, it always feels modern day in most of the mm-hmm. episodes. I think that's the freakiest part about Black Mirror.
1: Yeah, but that's why I love it is because it feels so modern day. Everything feels so plausible. I say this in every conversation I have, no matter who I'm talking to about Black Mirror, right? Like The the reason why I do like the show is a lot, not all, but a lot of the scenarios that we get into feel very plausible and it feels
0: very current day. So, yeah, I I, I completely agree. I feel like I should take back my statement. I like Black Mirror. It's just I feel like I got to take like a sandpaper shower after I watch it and get the thoughts out of my head of, you know, the terms and conditions (laughs) in Joan is awful just make me... (laughs) You know, tell me, we're protected from a scenario like this, Zach. I don't know, man. I mean, look,
1: people people get pissed off when you stand there for two seconds to read terms and conditions. I'll stand there and make people wait.
0: I don't care. I'm like, I'm gonna read it. There's this absolutely is why no you have not read some it. conspiracy theorists, but you've I never would read a fool. Them. You've never read a fool terms and conditions on a, on an app ever. I have. I have not read every single one of them, but I have read them. Have you read Streamberry's terms read, and I've conditions? Start,
1: I have not read Streamberries and you—that's know, that's the one that's probably going to bite me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if this somebody, is like a one or two episode kind of show for me a day. I don't think I can do much more than that. I, I do have to take a break. It is a lot to take in. Otherwise, you might get a little depressed.
0: Well, my question is: Are you even? Am I speaking to Source Zach, and am I Source Mario, or Shit. is somebody? Is this? Is somebody mm. licensing their face for you right now? Is this Zach? I tell Are you, you what, the likeness of someone else. When I get those
1: Apple Vision Pros, I'll be licensing my face so that I can stream the depth of my face over a system and have it recreated by AI in front of you so you can put me wherever you want in your room or kitchen or whatever.
0: Well, when you're doing that, I'll be busy with a hatchet trying to destroy the computer that is doing that for you. So There you go. Let's get into our instant reaction takes of episode 1. Joan is awful. But before we do that, a little bit of housekeeping. If you're here and listening to Story Archives for the first time, know that we are a show that does commentary on TV and film. Right now, we are commentating through three series. Right now, if you're tuning in, you're going to hear our Season 6 review of each episode of Black Mirror. But if you tune in on Wednesdays, you'll see our commentary for Foundation Season 1 as we ramp up for July 14th, when Foundation Season 2 is going to premiere on Apple TV, as well as our silo podcast is well underway. We are waiting for Episode 9 this Friday. And we drop instant reactions on Friday mornings and Sunday evenings. So tune in week to week and um, subscribe, follow, rate. You know, you know yeah. the business. It helps us big time out there with the search SEO gods of uh, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Apple, and uh, all the other major podcasting platforms. But no, in all reality, thank you for tuning in. And we hope you're enjoying the content. Let us know what you like. And if you got any other shows to recommend towards us, let us know. And Zach, um, didn't you add a newsletter link in our descriptions to our
1: episodes? There is a newsletter link in the descriptions to the episode. So if you want to stay up to date with all things Story Archives, go ahead and subscribe to that. We are planning to send out quarterly content. Uh, so, you know, we,
0: we, we want to build it up. We want
1: to grow this network with you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Subscribe to that. And thank you all once again. Let's get into the episode because Joan is truly awful and I feel bad for her right now. so You know, I didn't think she was as awful as I thought she was going to be, to
1: be completely honest. I was expecting like much worse from her. Do you think Black Mirror is taming it down a bit because of how mainstream it is now? Compared to the last season, yes. I think this is a bit more, so far I think this is a bit more tame. I feel like this season has kind of gone back to the roots of Black Mirror, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny because I don't know how close attention you've paid to... You know this episode but you know there's moments with the newspaper there's moments with the i mean the stream berry on the tv in the background i feel like every single piece of content in this episode or connected yeah it's it's an easter egg to something else in the black mirror universe now i i am not i have not had the time to go and like this is instant reaction i have not gone into a deep dive and said like okay this piece of content goes to this item and whatnot but it's it's all connected, man. Well, look,
0: like, even the song. Am I mistaken? The song, because I'm not a Black Mirror diehard like you, so I'm kind of approaching from a uh, catching up perspective now. The song when she's entering the bar to see Mac, her ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. isn't that song specific to another Black Mirror episode mm-hmm. in a previous season?
1: You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I did not catch that.
0: Okay, I think it was either in a trailer or something like that. But I'm almost positive it's connected to another Black Mirror thing. And we're probably going to get roasted in an email for that. All right. Well, we meet Joan, who is played by Annie, Annie Murphy, Murphy, which is hilarious because they actually name drop her, and Annie Murphy plays herself eventually in this episode, mm-hmm. and uh, she's in Shit's Creek. And I actually haven't seen that show, but I have a lot of friends who have raved about Shit's Creek.
1: I have seen the whole show. It it is kind of like the American version of The Office. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting watch. It get it
0: drags on a little bit towards the end. It's a little meh, but. What do you mean it's the American decent. version of The Office? The American already, America already has an American version of The Office. You, you realize there, there was the, the UK version, right? Yeah, but you also know that the Americans made their own American version of The Office. So what version is Schitt's Creek of?
1: I'm just, I'm Schitt's Creek is Schitt's Creek. I'm, it, like the, the humor in it is different come on if you compare the US <laughs> version of The Office to the UK version of The Office it's so different the yeah, humor it's, is it's completely different it's very dry much exactly. more dry so yeah, like yeah. it it, it kind of it gets you going like the, the, the US version of The Office gets my the opinion. people
0: going okay it does Joan lives a posh life she lives with her now fiance Krish who actually is played by Avi Nash who plays Lucas in Silo oh yeah Our and boy, uh, Lucas. when boy, I saw him I was like let's go another Silo <laughs> drop he's having a He's having a monster couple of months with these two shows back to back. He's got to be feeling great right now.
1: Yeah. It's a great one. I was wondering if you caught uh, caught on to the fact that that was Avi Nash and He looks uh, quite a bit different with uh, most of his hair shaved off.
0: Yes, he does. Um, He actually looks a little bit like um, uh, Riz Ahmed a little bit here with Mm. the shaved head. Um, Okay. Joan lives this posh life, but I don't know about you, but I totally relate to her getting in her car and just freaking yeah just bop into some rap music immediately on the way to work and you just couldn't picture it when you see her waking up in this ridiculously modern home which they also make fun of michael Sarah, who's the funniest in this episode he says come on nobody lives in that home that's a tv home what do you even have to do to afford this place (laughs) you know yeah it's ridiculous at the moment I i saw their living room i was like what the hell does she do that they can afford this home I
1: mean, she looks like she's some sort of manager, but she doesn't look like she's too far up on, High the, up, uh, on yeah. the totem pole. I was expecting her to get in the car and it would be like, making my way downtown. Right at that. Whatever the rest of the lyrics are to that song. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, like anything with Black Mirror, the whole time you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, mm-hmm. right? And I'm looking at her company she works for, Sonical, and I'm thinking, what do they do? And how is it going to be tied into whatever the hell we're going to see? Yeah. And just... I think that's what unsettles me so much about the show is that when you're watching it, you have no idea where the twist is going to come in. And of course, Mm -hmm. it comes in at the least suspected place. She's just Netflixing and chilling with her fiance. Yep. And all of a sudden, they scroll to a show that has (laughs) Salma Hayek looking identical to her with the same haircut, the same green blazer, everything to a T. And that just kicks off the whole whirlwind of how the other rest of the episode goes
1: yeah i love the little twists and turns that black mirror episodes give us right i, I feel like it's almost always at the most or the, the least expected time i should say in these
0: i yeah. love it i, yeah. I
1: love i love the twist
0: what makes it more interesting is the fact that joan is living a double life you know she has her about to get married life with krish but then at mm-hmm. the same time she has her work life where she just had to fire a friend She's getting yeah. text messages from a dysfunctional ex boyfriend who's trying to bang her while he's in town for three days. And all of this <laughs> is coming out on the same night that everything's taking place, right? Yeah.
1: Her day from this morning is coming out tonight, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, even it's her therapy session. Even oh my her- gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah talk, talk about people who are already a little scared about technology. This will put you over the edge. 100%.
0: Now, when you saw the show and how everything was reenacting everything in her life, what were your immediate thoughts on how they were doing this? I'll be completely
1: honest, I had no idea. I was just, I was letting myself be taken for a ride here. I was like, I don't even even want to try and figure this out. I just wanted to see what came out of this because knowing Black Mirror, it could have been what it ends up being but it could have been something completely different.
0: Let like, me tell you, in, totally my note, different. in my notes when she gets home from her little rendezvous with Mac, her ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. I literally wrote, side note, dude, their home is insane. And I'm looking at the kitchen. It's beautiful. I'm looking oh, at yeah. the freaking family room. It looks like a set from an Apple uh, product conference. It really does. I was going to yeah. say,
1: Don Draper doesn't even have an apartment this good.
0: No, not even them. Okay. <sighs> well, as they're scrolling Netflix on the couch, we said it. Uh, it starts to do a replay of their day. And what starts as just in, in kind of a bit of an incredulous perspective, everybody starts to realize that the, she realizes almost immediately that something is up yeah. because the house looks identical. Everything looks identical to her life. It's just, it's just flipped. Mm-hmm. It shows her sleeping on the other side of the bed and not the reverse side, which is interesting.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't pick up on that. I, now that you mentioned that, I completely see it. I guess yeah. it's because it's it's the dark side of dark side of her. Maybe it's just a different side of her or yeah. something like that. But yeah, I I do think that Joan, the the real Joan that we see now, yeah. is more of a mess in life than she is an awful human being. Maybe that's the, a hot take on her. But
0: you know what's interesting too is that who plays her is Salma Hayek, and then who <clears throat> plays uh, Krish is uh, Himesh Patel, who's in that movie where he gets into like an accident. And he all the Beatles never existed, and he knows all the Beatles songs. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, what's the name of that? He's, he's amazing, first and foremost.
1: It's uh, Yesterday,
0: right? Yesterday. And then he's also, he's been in a bunch of UK shows. Like, um, man, there's one where he's getting, I'm trying, I'm trying to find which one it is. It was awesome might be confusing to someone else. There's a show called Criminal. Was he not in Criminal? Oh, I don't know. I got to look it up. Talk about something, Zach. Okay,
1: well, I mean, you know, the the big thing that I was kind of thinking about, once we start to see all of these things play back, it's all of the ty- it's everything that she says, you know, a little later on in the episode, well, do do we want to give anything away from later on? Or are we trying to hold it? I think everybody's seen this at this point. Yeah, everyone's
0: seen it. Yeah.
1: So, as you know, a little bit later on in the episode, this is all handled by a quantum computer with artificial intelligence every time i get this twist i'm just like you know the funny thing is you know people come to me and they're talking about artificial intelligence all the time like look at how crazy this is this is awesome this is so powerful Mm -hmm. my response to them is almost always yeah just wait until you have a quantum computer that's able to run these systems and these models i think the output that you're going to be able to get at that time is just going to be insane yeah Can I go back to my point that
0: I wanted to make here? Yeah, go for it. Uh, She's, we learn, find out that the quantum computer is creating multiverses within Mm. the quantum computer and that the reality we're seeing is not the actual reality of what's (laughs) taking place. But I found it hilarious that in her show, right, so this is Annie Murphy's reality, she's the likeness of Annie Murphy playing the real life Joan. played by Salma Hayek but then Salma Hayek's played played by Kate Blanchett so the level of celebrity continues to rise with each uh with with each layer of show so I'm wondering who the hell plays Jones Kate Blanchett's Joan oh I don't know is it freaking Meryl Streep like who's like who's above Kate Blanchett at that point maybe because it's Himesh Patel and he's uh he's a more uh up echelon actor at this point than Avi Nash is, in my opinion. No offense, mm-hmm. Avi Nash, but he's just gotten bigger roles. Yeah. Uh, and ben Barnes plays uh the the other version of Mac, a much better looking, much more famous <laughs> version of Mac. You yeah. know, so it's like he's looking at it and he's just like, damn. I think they're also looking at it from that perspective. And also, like Annie Murphy's famous, but she's not Salma Hayek famous, you know? So yeah. it's different, different levels, which I found. Uh, a little bit interesting of how how deep the, like how many layers to the onion there are, so to speak.
1: It's not, it, it is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, the AI system's trying to make everything better and more entertaining. So, every time you take it up a notch, you got to take it up another notch.
0: Yeah. I love how Joan starts having panic attacks in the, when she first starts seeing the episode. Yeah. And you, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, what are you going to do on the scene where Mac texts you? And I thought she was having the panic attack almost to kind of distract her, yeah. her fiance from seeing the text messages. But the roles reverse. She goes from freaking out to trying to comfort him mm-hmm. and saying, like, "No, it's BS. It's BS." But their relationship pretty much goes down the two immediately. Yeah, and it why takes wouldn't a quick it?
1: Quick dive, a quick yeah. dive. Yeah, you know, don't you think that you would be kind of skeptical, I, or, or you know, maybe maybe give somebody the benefit of the doubt? Like, if you're anybody aside from Joan at this point, and this thing just come out, just just came out. Like, yeah, there's some similarities. Some people see some similarities between maybe what happens in real life and whatnot, but this just seems too hard to believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, um, I would say this though, if I am Krish, I do got to see the phone. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm asking for the phone immediately. Like, don't blame me for this. This is your whole day. I got to see the damn phone hmm this can't be eight out of ten i gotta see if these text messages came in from <laughs> mac you know
1: yeah i mean I, I think the one thing i would have done differently here was wait for her to go get her phone which is as you let put me, it, conveniently let me inside it. right like I, I do that's like the one thing i hear that i was i was like really at least let her go get the phone yeah Try and yeah. delete it <laughs>
0: well she didn't really try to get in to go inside and get the phone though you know nah, so that was didn't. that was enough but yeah it's true part of, of me was thinking the whole... it
1: looks like this picks up sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but it almost looks like this picks up too like by the time she walks back in from the conversation that she had outside it's literally replaying the conversation she had outside like that's insane
0: yeah well i'm thinking the whole time as i'm watching this like as a director i'm thinking how do you pace this episode because she has to pause at some point because the show is going to just keep running and what is she going to do go to sleep go to the bathroom you know you know what i mean yeah but they do it just about perfectly, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. They they do it really well. I, I, there wasn't anything in this episode that I was just like, eh, I don't really buy it. You know, I would have done this like, I think it was really well put together.
0: Yeah. I love how the security guard who escorts everyone's out, his name is Brutus. So I just kept on picturing like Caesar. You oh, know, yeah. Eh, two Brutus, you know, like <laughs> this is the guy who's <laughs> betraying everybody and escorting them out of the premises. He um,
1: is the AI system.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had, um, you know, I would love to look this up, but this is really not the episode to do it or to go into this rabbit hole. But the whole premise of the episode is that, you know, I think every Black Mirror episode revolves around something of like, how can we freak our audience about something that they're not considering enough? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, That's what it feels like to me, at least. Yeah. And we have all hit, I accept, on a million terms and conditions that we have not read completely. Okay, Mm -hmm. any of those could say any outlandish type of thing, right? Oh, yeah. Um, But I believe there is a law that protects you from agreeing to something that's buried like in the terms and conditions because they're not really designed to be read. And even if you read them, maybe you wouldn't even catch what's going on in there, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're definitely not designed to be read. I mean, most of them are ridiculously long. I will do my best to read as much of them as I can now. Like that, like that's a decision that I I made a couple of years ago. I'm like, all right, I'm not I'm not just hitting agree. I'm gonna say here, I'm gonna read through it. I want to try at least try and know what's going on and make sure I feel comfortable with it. If it's something
0: super fishy then I'm just eh, maybe not. Can I can I send any terms and conditions to you to read for me?
1: I mean, I don't think I have that much time in my life. I don't know how much how many things you sign up for in a day. I was
0: hoping to try to get a confirmation out of you. I mean,
1: hey, you, you know. You could just go ahead and ask an AI system, ask ChatGPT, be like, "Yo, is there anything I should worry about?" It's gonna be like, "No, just sign your sign
0: likeness your over work. to me."
1: Yeah.
0: Did you? I mean, I know Streamberry was a thing. Like Netflix has not allowed for Netflix to be used in the creation of Black Mirror. You know, like they're yeah. they don't refer to the streaming platform as Netflix, even though this is a Netflix produced show, right? Yeah. Um. Did you think there was any pushback when like the execs got the the pitch for this one, and they're like, "You want to do a show where the largest streaming provider of content in the world misuses everybody's very private information and creates shows against their will?" <laughs> do Do you think anybody like on the board of Netflix was like? Eh. I don't know like it's it's kind
1: of funny it almost feels like this is a commentary on on real life and like everything that they've been doing with a lot of the other shows that we see like all of these murder you know shows that kind of glorify i mean you and i talked about this briefly what was the uh the, the one show oh, the, the it was like this glorified portrayal of ah oh, man i'm just basing on his name it was ted one, bundy not Ted Bundy. No, it was another guy. Oh, Dahmer. Yes, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. It kind of feels like they're just making a, making a play on this
0: whole thing. I thought it – I really didn't see it that way. I saw it more along the lines of this is very relevant because it's a, it's a, it's a hit on AI. And I've also felt like it, it's very um, relatable now with the writer strike that's going on.
1: Mm.
0: And the fact that a lot of the writers are boycotting against AI generated content. So, yeah, um, I think we are heading into a, a future where we do need to prepare for the implications of this technology. I mean, we've already seen people get in trouble with deep fake photos that were not real. You know, I think there was like a an image of Donald Trump getting arrested that was yeah. a deep fake image that fooled a bunch of people on the internet. And it was like, no, this is a deep fake. And you could immediately see, not just from that, but I'm just using a major example. If deepfake got good enough, yeah. that it could catch everyone off guard like in a moment. Especially if, if it was being misused by like a massive corporation or something like that.
1: I, I think it totally could. And that, that's the terrifying thing with things like quantum computing, right? Like I, I feel like a, a, a quantum computer in the wrong hands is like, it's just, it's too much power, man. Like, it's going to render many things
0: obsolete. Your security? Sorry. Yeah. I knew almost with certainty that the moment Joan was going to Mac's place after the whole TV show had become viral, Mm -hmm. that Mac was going to reject her in some sense or another because it's just too public. Like, he knows, he even says like, this is going to be on the show, I I can't get up. I mean, I could probably get up for Salma Hayek, but... You know, <laughs> self preservation, man. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of uh, her immediate decision to, like, her way of getting out of the show of eating a million burgers and, and pretty much crapping in, a, in the middle of a church <laughs> wedding service? Hilarious. Is, is that your first uh way to go about it
1: there? No, it's not the first thing that I would do. Not at uh-huh. all. It's probably not the last thing I would do either. Um, I it it, it did catch me off. I know. I thought she was like trying to like kill herself or something. So her I. And
0: I was like, this is probably the most painful way to go. You're going to.
1: Oh my gosh. Eat you're gonna, 30 like, burgers. Destroy and, your in, t- insides.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mix 30 burgers and then, no, eat 30 burgers and then mix alcohol with freaking laxative. Yeah. Like how do you not just die immediately?
1: This is like what I picture when I think of Harley Quinn.
0: <laughs> I thought of Harley Quinn when she when yeah. she was
1: dressed like that. It looks, it, it doesn't look just like Harley Quinn, but it kind of feels like it. Just the complete insanity. <laughs>
0: I'm very glad that they, oh they spared us of the gore of seeing whatever was going oh, on. Yeah. No,
1: yeah. nobody wants to see um, Annie yeah. shit all over the place. Yeah. 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 Not in real life.
0: Yeah. Well, um, not on the show either. But... Not in the show. Yeah. <laughs> not in the show, in the show, too. Well, um, I don't know if this is Source Salma or Licensed Face Salma at this point, but she comes to visit Joan. And they come up with this giant plan to go. To, it was kind of outlandish the plan, but they make a plan to go to Streamberry mm-hmm. to break the quantum computer, the Quam computer as Hayek yeah. calls it. And uh, they pretty much go into this very outlandish scheme of samuel just walking in and using her celebrity mm-hmm. to uh, to get to get Joan or I don't even know whether to call her Joan or Annie Murphy at this point uh, <laughs> into Streamberry. Right now she's
1: right now she's Joan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- this whole episode really felt like like a mix of Inception and The Matrix, man. Like it, It's like a dream within a dream within a dream. It's crazy. It goes levels deep, layers deep. But, I mean, y- you don't realize until the very end that the entire version that you, you've been watching is not Source. It's a simulation.
0: Do you think we're in a simulation, Zach? Yeah. Seriously?
1: No, just I'm All talking
0: right. with you. <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering what you thought about this, man.
1: He's just like jaw dropped. Wait, what? I
0: was like, I need to know more. If you think we're actually in one, <laughs> if I if I thought that, I'd I'd tell you. You wouldn't have to ask, <laughs> would you? Or would source Zach tell me?
1: I don't know. It's a good question. Well, if uh, if he's told you, that means it's already happened. Therefore, I could tell you, right?
0: The whole thing to your point of this being feeling like Inception. The whole thing does feel like a dream because the, the plan to break into Streamberry feels so stupid. Yeah, like that it, really it would does. never work, that this quantum computer would be like in the lobby or next door to the CEO's office. It's like some mm-hmm. sort of Bond villain thing. Yeah. Like this is going to be, oh, they said the computer was right out of her office. Oh, you the time it was so convenient. Yeah. So it was like kind of like a, a messy way to bring the whole episode home because they needed yeah. a, a way to bring this to an end. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we could poke holes all over this if we were actually doing a deep dive into yeah. the whole uh, quantum multiverse show situation here. Mm-hmm. But um, as the story, as the episode continues, they do break into um, the Bond villain CEO of Streamberry, uh, Mona Jahadi or whatever her name is, Zawadi. And she's busy giving her whole I am the villain speech to this uh reporter who also finds out that she has a show releasing about her yeah. releasing on the following Friday and she just gives like this gulp face <laughs> to uh to the um CEO.
1: It's insane. There there's a ton of shows all over the place. Yeah, yes,
0: this they favor negative content too. Which I
1: yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. I, I uh, think yeah, everybody I does. Like you're gonna you're gonna focus way more on that than all of the good things in your life if you're trying to hook people in. That's why you know you've got a lot of shock and all and, and and viral content. You know, while this whole breaking into Streamberry was, I agree, it felt really convenient. It had to be pretty darn close to this easy in real life. This everything easy? here uh, to some degree because everything here basically already happened. Hold on. What part of this would be easy? Well, what we see here—the way that they break into this—the mm-hmm. same strategy that they had to get in, the same location of the pewter.
0: I think that's where we can talk about poking holes and stuff. You
1: but, know, but but well, yeah, I agree. Like if it were real life, not in the show, not not the source chain here—the real source chain. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty stupid to have this right here. Like, just it's down the hall on the right. It's like the bathroom. No, yeah,
0: exactly. And unlocked, right? Oh, you know, yeah,
1: with uh, Michael Sarah, you know, just standing guard.
0: Yeah, I also think Black Mirror is turning into that show, which is really fun because you don't know who's gonna be popping up in the episode. Like, I love to go into these episodes blind. And Michael Sarah being in here and giving this whole Rick and Morty esque explanation of (laughs) you're not even Source Joan. You're got we licensed Annie Murphy's face for you. You know, like he gives the whole explanation. That is my favorite part of the episode. He's like. Annie Murphy, she's in Shit's Creek. No, great show. He gives yeah. like the whole bit. This is, it's just Michael Sarah being Michael Sarah, and he even he even references. I'm not even me. This is Michael Sarah. You know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, speaking of characters uh, or By actors way- that just randomly make an appearance in this show, there is my doppelganger in one of the episodes. Do you want to guess what that is? Well, you know what it is.
0: I don't know which episode he's in.
1: I know what episode he's in. I'll have to all let right. people guess and see if they can do some creeping and see who the doppelganger is.
0: Okay, all right.
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the one that's self-proclaiming. Oh, this individual as
0: my doppelganger, but this was in your in your beanie wearing days where you would get the. Uh...
1: Yeah, I did get it. I did get it then. I got it uh, when my hair was a bit shorter. I got it a lot. Like I had I'm, I'm. looking it forward point to, time. to
0: that episode. I'm looking forward to yeah. that episode when we get there, and I'm also looking forward to seeing if anybody can guess who uh, who is your doppelganger. I know who it is. I just don't want to spoil. Yeah, yeah. Um, you. you threw me off completely with your. Oh, whole I'm doppelganger so sorry. Time. We were talking about the convenience oh, okay. of this being around the hall. Does, does Michael Sarah break the record for how many times he's played himself by name in a thing? Ooh. I'm pretty sure he's played himself like literally like I'm Michael Sarah like in two or three things.
1: Um, that's interesting. I, now that you say that, it has seemed like it's been a few. I don't know if he's got the record. Yeah. We'd have to do some digging on that.
0: Yeah. Well, Joan decides to destroy the quantum computer when she realizes that the original Source Joan actually already did it. And she couldn't stop herself from doing it anyways because Source Joan did it. So, everything <laughs> comes to an end here. And somehow, yeah. with this dark ass episode of making you qu- contemplate your entire life being played out in a, in a Netflix show against your will. hmm Somehow ends on a positive twist where Joan now feels like the main character in her life again and she's taken her ownership of her life. You know, she's following her dreams. She's in a much better place and with her talking to her therapist. She's (laughs) opened up the coffee shop that she always dreamed of opening because that was like a little detail of her character that she always, all the coffee was never good enough for her. Mm -hmm. And then they have the very humorous shot, the low angle shot behind the counter where you see the ankle home arrest bracelets for Joan and Annie Murphy (laughs) in this coffee shop. So, it's kind of like positive with a bit of darkness where these people, yeah, we're still under the bondage though of these terms and conditions that can absolutely destroy our lives at any moment.
1: Yeah, it makes you question a lot. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. This is one of the very few, if not only positive endings to an episode of Black Mirror that I remember at the very least, so... It's a bit different i liked it though I, yeah. it, it, it encouraged me to to watch the next episode
0: <laughs> yeah i'm back in i'm back in on the black mirror train what it is is that we're just we have so much there's so many good shows out there and what's amazing and i've actually looked forward to this because black mirror has been on my list um to catch up on because i'm literally only i think i've seen the first two seasons of black mirror or first three mm-hmm. But I've got like two full seasons to catch up on right now, oh, wow. and um, I like to do that with a couple with occasionally with certain shows that I like. And I know I said I'm not a big Black Mirror guy. It's because I gotta separate them by like one business day that's after it. I watch them to let it sit with me a little bit. That's is all that's you so, gotta, is, is that so like bad? Do.
1: No, I think that's totally fine. Like I I'm I'm like at most two a day. Again, like I said yeah. that at the beginning of the episode. You know, I was. Uh, well, I wasn't really doing a lot of digging or anything like that, but I did find that there is apparently a a like genre that you can browse on Netflix and it's uh Streamberry's top picks for you. Really? Yeah. It's like one of those hidden things you've got to access with a link, but they've got a few other what are black mirror-esque shows? things in here. I mean, you've got the social dilemma—not not necessarily black mirror, but things that kind of feel like they could be sort of related. Social dilemma, the Watcher, altered carbon, the Murdall mysteries, making Mur- like a whole bunch of these things, which is where I was kind of feeling like it, this kind of feels like
0: Netflix poking, they're poking fun, at, fun at all of the all of the things that they've yeah. they seem to have been in hot water about. I actually think that Black Mirror is doing like a social good with these episodes personally because I think- It wakes people up. It makes you ask questions, man. It makes you ask questions. It makes you think about, okay, we are getting to a place in society where technology is getting so advanced that we are faced with AI right now that could, be, could take jobs out of people's hands. It could mm-hmm. be abused. If, I mean, there are people who follow AI ethics if you're not familiar with the subject matter, but uh, I have friends of mine who work in AI who say they will not take on certain clients- if they feel that the project does not adhere to certain ethical standards for AI, yeah, uh, you hear Elon Musk talk about that on Joe Rogan. He talks about that he's been clamoring about this, I think, since Obama was in office. Right. Um, that he's been talking about AI ethics and whatnot. So this is a conversation taking place now where we see there's still the writer's strike. I don't think the WGA strike has ended yet, as I'm speaking here. Um, and a big part of that has to do with AI content and what does that mean for the safety of writer's jobs in the future. um, And I, I think it's very present as, you know, our role as humans in this and, you know, how far can technology go too far in, uh, you know, as we advance further as a society. And I think those questions are, well, Black Mirror is the best of the business at bringing up and making you think about and it's great for podcast commentary and and discussion, you know.
1: Oh, it's fun. Like, man, this thing could lead into so many rabbit holes. It's ridiculous. So many questions about, uh, you know, should we really be using this kind of technology?
0: Yeah. And for the audience out there who's listening to this, we'd love to know your take, your theories, and the implications that you think um, an episode like this would have, or just the topic itself, what you thought of the episode. And you can reach us at contact.soapbox.house. Send us your emails there. And we will do a mailbag if we get enough mail. Emails back regarding um, your theories, or we'll just say it at the beginning of the next episode. So, uh, Zach, do you have any categories here? Or are we doing any sort of like um, hop button ha- questions? I have not or- prepared
1: any categories, but we could throw out a couple. Who's your favorite actor in this one?
0: Uh, it's hard not to pick Michael Sarah. I enjoyed his cameo. So, I literally said, Michael Sarah, like as I saw him on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, he's like, well, Hey, no one could be in here. You got to get out. Yeah. This reminded me so much of Morty for some reason. <laughs> just great.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Annie Murphy. Annie Murphy was just really Annie Murphy.
0: Not even Annie Murphy right? knew she was Annie Murphy in this.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> her, 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 manner, her mannerisms are just like so much like I remember from Schitt's Creek. So, yeah. I, I like I liked that. How about um, best
0: scene? That's got, I'm going with the Michael Cera scene. When they open, bust open the door, he spills the ramen all over himself. Which was horrible acting, by the way, the way he poured the ramen all over his shirt. Mm. Uh, but then he immediately replaces it with incredible acting with his whole multiverse <laughs> explanation of the way the con- quantum computer works. Fair it's enough. Hilarious. How about yours?
1: Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the church scene just because it's the most outlandish.
0: Really? I, yeah. You why know, not? I'd say runner up was as they're scrolling Netflix and they just scroll to Joan is awful. Oh, and that, it just yeah. pops up. Yeah, like that was a, It was a great
1: way to get into this. Those are the only ones I feel prepared to answer at this I, point. Yeah. We have, everything else is going to lead into a much longer conversation.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, uh, I had a blast doing this instant reaction for episode one of season six, Black Mirror. We are planning on probably doing one of these once a week as we mix it in with our other programming content. Uh, so, if you're enjoying it, Give us a like, a follow, five-star rating if you're feeling extra happy today, extra source you today. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, tune into our Foundation shows on Wednesday and catch up with us as we look forward to Foundation Season 2. It's a sci-fi story written by Isaac Asimov that has inspired all of the great works of sci-fi. Some consider, consider him the godfather of the sci-fi genre, uh, which inspired Dune, Star Wars, Blade Runner, I believe too and uh tune into silo which is number one on the apple chart right now surpassing ted lasso just got just got greenlit for season two headlined by rebecca ferguson who plays uh timothy chalamet's mom paula treaty's mother in dune and she's also co-starring with tom cruise in the latest mission impossible Mm -hmm. uh premiering in december of this year so uh tune in with that that's been my favorite show of the year and uh yes thank you for tuning in until next time zach Get to the outro, sir.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Black Mirror by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are on YouTube, so you can go to Soapbox Podcast Network and take a look at all of these shows that we have there. You can visit our website at soapbox.house. Send us an email at contact at soapbox.house. And again, we do have a newsletter. The link is in the description. So if you want to stay up to date on some quarterly content, be sure to
0: subscribe. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Have a great week. Peace.